This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the President of World Ministries International. Today I'm continuing with my friend Dr. Augie David of Augie David International Ministries, who yesterday, I hope you tuned in and listened to the first part of certain aspects of the Holy Spirit relating to our prayer life. He spoke this in our Wednesday night service to the staff of World Ministries International. Now, we're going to continue where we left off yesterday. If you did miss yesterday's program, go to my website, www.worldministries.org www.worldministries.org. Go to radio, click on listen, and hear yesterday's message. You're going to enjoy it. Now, let's continue. How many Christians are struggling with different kinds of pink elephants? It might be lust and pornography. It might be unforgiveness and bitterness. It might be anger, hostility. It might be just a depression. It might be a whole lot of things. And you're trying so hard to overcome this and overcome that. But by walking in the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And this is why, so the more you begin to pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit will get to the roots of a lot of your strongholds and begin to put to death those areas. Not only that, but in the process, He will give you revelation. Praise God. He'll turn the lights on on the inside of you because light will come, truth will come, revelation will come. Praise God. So walk in the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. This is one major way we walk in the Spirit. The more we pray in tongues, Praise God, the Holy Spirit will deal with our weaknesses, will deal with our sins, will deal with the strongholds of our life, will begin to put to that those things. In the process, the Holy Spirit also is training your human spirit. The Holy Spirit is conditioning your human spirit to be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit, gifts of the Holy Spirit, revelations of the Holy Spirit, visions of the Holy Spirit, instructions and warnings of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. That's why it's important that we give ourselves to praying in tongues more and more and more. Praise God. Not only that, the Bible comes alive when we read the Bible, praise God, and you'll find a new sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. Suddenly you'll begin to understand some things and uh, you'll become aware of the voice of God. In Ephesians chapter 6, 10 to 18, it says, wear the whole armor of God. And the whole armor of God, the reason why you wear that armor is because so that uh, when you wear it, you can come into a realm of praying in the Spirit. Verse 18 says, praying with all prayer and supplication and petition in the Spirit and watching thereunto for all the saints. Praise God. 
watching when you give yourself to praying in the spirit as an intercessor God is generous to those that will stand in the gap for other people he'll condition your spirit to become sensitive to the needs of other people suddenly he'll show you somebody that maybe in another country or a relative far away or somebody in your family at home suddenly God will open the eyes of your understanding this is what they're struggling with this is an area they're struggling with and you begin to take authority over those kinds of things praise God I remember many years ago in Oregon uh, living with Dave Roberson I had not heard from a relative of mine in Florida for a long time. One day as I walked up to my room in Oregon, I just felt this heaviness come over me. And I, I didn't know what this was about. Suddenly a heaviness. And I began to pray in tongues. And for the next 45 minutes, all I knew was, when I prayed in tongues, was that somebody is in trouble. I don't know who, I don't know what, but I just continued praying in tongues, praying in tongues, praying in tongues, until after almost an hour, this burden just lifted. And I knew whatever it was, whoever it was, we got the victory. Well, the next day, I got a call from this relative that I hadn't heard in three or four months. And she called me all shook up, crying and shaken up completely. I said, what's the matter? She said, one of the so-called spiritual leaders that's supposed to be my spiritual guardian, he tried to molest me, tried to rape me. And uh, she said, nothing happened, but it's just so shocked me, so traumatized me. I'm just shaking like this right now. I said, when was that? She said, that happened yesterday, she said. I said, about what time? And, you know, because between the West Coast and the East Coast, you know, there's three hours time difference. And she told me it was exactly the same time with the time difference, you know, when the Holy Spirit suddenly came upon me and put this heaviness on my heart and I began to intercede and intercede. And God intervened in that situation. Another time while I was living on the East Coast, you know, suddenly while I was praying in tongues, suddenly I saw a vision of a pastor that I knew in Portland and all of a sudden I saw a demon spirit deceiving him and he was preaching a bunch of nonsense, unbiblical things, you know. I said, why are you showing me this, Lord? And the Lord said, I want you to take authority of that demon spirit that has deceived him and he's preaching unbiblical things. So I did. I said, every devil of deception and blindness, I rebuke you from him in the name of Jesus. Well, three weeks later, a friend of mine that goes to his church in Portland, he called me and we were just talking about a lot of different things. And after a while, then I remember about his pastor. I said, brother, how is your pastor doing? He said, you know, it's a funny thing. For about two months, he just went off his rocker and just began to preach a bunch of things that the whole congregation was worried. What is he preaching? Very unbiblical things. I said, then what happened? He said, all of a sudden, he just straightened up, just like that. And I said, and he's back to preaching the word. I said, when was that? He said, about three weeks ago. This is what I'm talking about. You know, when you give yourself to praying in tongues, the gifts of the Holy Spirit is real. Intercession is real. And we need genuine. We're not talking about just a lot of people that just don't really know what intercession is. We're talking about people praying in tongues, understanding, giving themselves to praying, seeking God, praise God, by praying another time. God will be generous to an intercessory prayer warrior that knows how to stand in the gap and, and just begins to stay in there and stay in there. Not only will his issues will be dealt with, but in the process, his human spirit will be conditioned by the Holy Spirit to become more sensitive to the needs of other people. Praise God. Suddenly you realize, you know, hey, that brother needs a hundred dollars. You know, this sister needs this and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's happened to me so many times. I believe it's time for us to walk in sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. In the process, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will show you things for me. He'll even show you things to come. Even ahead of time, news before it happens. Praise God. Years ago when my dad died, this close relative, he wanted to kill me and kill my mom and take over our school and property in India. So he sent all kinds of threatening letters and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. Phone calls and all that stuff, you know, and very intimidating, you know, horrible things. 
then gave a deadline to us on such and such a date. If uh, the property is not turned over to us, you know, that your mom and you, your bodies will be found dead inside your compound in India, you know. So soon after that, everything stopped for four months, nothing happened. But I kept up. I bound the devil. I, you know, took authority over any potential harm and things like that. Prayed in tongues. After four months, in fact, there was no more phone calls. There was no more intimidating letters after that last one. One day I had a dream from the Lord. In the dream, I saw the hand of God come up on my chest. And the Lord says, later today, that man's going to try to come and kill you. But don't worry, I've got my hand upon you. And you just stay focused on me. So I woke up, I told my wife, and she said, well, in four months, nothing's been going on. I said, I know, but the Holy Spirit showed me this. So I said, let's fast all day, bind the devil, let's get some intercessory prayer warriors. Even though in the four months, no activity had taken place whatsoever. And I told some people, I said, this guy's going to come and try and kill me today. So I stationed somebody, we have a school, three-story things, and our family lives downstairs, my mom downstairs. I went up to the terrace as I frequently go with a couple of people to pray up there. As it got darker, you know, this guy came to the gate screaming and shouting, where's Augie, where's Augie, I'm going to kill him, I'm going to kill him and all that stuff, you know. We were up there, we were watching all this thing, and so a friend of mine and I that were with me, I also had put some tough guys nearby there in case he enters in, causes any trouble for my mom. Anyway, one thing led to another. I mean, he said, I'm going to wait till he comes. Mom said, he's not here. You know, he said, I'm going to wait. He waited for two hours for me to come. But I went the back way with my friend, called my mom, said, I'm okay, don't worry about me. But I've got some people taking care of you there as well. One thing led to another. We were able to just bring that guy under control. It's difficult when they're close relatives, you know. It's easier to deal with the devil than sometimes close relatives, you know. And sometimes the devil acts like a close relative, you know. But anyway, the Lord gave us victory. In other words, what I'm saying is, is the Holy Spirit will show us things to come. If there's a life that's in danger, whether something else, it's so important for us, you know, especially the kind of ministry that Dr. Hansen is involved in, all of you as the team uh, in this incredible operation, we really need to know how to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And don't come up with all kinds of foolish revelations either. You know, I'm, I remember one time uh, preaching in, uh, you know, for three days in Portland uh, or Southern Oregon, and uh, I just mentioned, you know, that uh, I'll be leaving after my third day's meeting. I'm going the next day to Australia. A lady comes up to me after the meeting on the third day. She said, uh, she said, uh, brother, every time, ever since you mentioned you're going to go to Australia a couple of days ago, I've been having dreams, I've been having visions. And the Lord showed me that when you, and I'm leaving the next day to go to Australia. She said, uh, the Lord showed me a vision of, that you're going to be murdered when you go to uh, Australia. You know, in fact, I saw a vision of a knife going right through your head, you know. And she said that, uh, be careful, I'll be praying for you. Have a good trip. Yeah. <laughs> With intercessors like that, we don't need the devil, you know. But I'm talking about real intercessors, you know, that really know how to be there, sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And you, when you've, God shows you something negative, it's just so you can take authority over it and just get the victory, praise God. To deal with the issue before it becomes a big issue. Now that's what intercession is all about. That's why in Isaiah 59, the whole chapter is about intercession. Wearing the armor of God. The whole chapter, the first two verses says, uh, you know, God's hand is not uh, uh, powerless, that it cannot reach out and save. God's ear is not deaf, that it cannot hear and answer prayer. But there's a sin gap. And then he says, there's been no intercessor to stand in the gap. So my own arm and the armor of God came and took care of it. Praise God. That's why towards the end of Isaiah 59, verse 19 says, the spirit, it says, when the enemy comes, 
comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God raises up a standard. The standard he's talking about is intercessory prayer warriors that know how to take the arm of God and any kind of flood of the devil that comes, praise God, you can resist it and take authority over it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're not immune to trouble. We're always, you know, as long as we're in this world. I preached to a group of 200 pastors some years ago in India. Some things about faith and victory. One pastor got so angry, he said that, he said, so what you're really saying is, if you have faith, you're not going to have any trouble. No, I said, no, that's not what I'm saying, brother. Yes, that's what you're saying, this preacher said. He said, you're saying that if you have faith, you're not going to have any trouble. I said, brother, the fact that you're giving me trouble, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Many other afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord says He'll deliver us out of all of them. That's where intercessory prayer warriors come in. And I just got so thrilled when I heard Dr. Hansen talk about raising 2,000 prayer warriors. Do you know, that's so much my kinship with my spirit. Because we have gotten really serious. For years, the Lord has been speaking to me. Son, raise up at least 500 people, intercessors, whose only job will be to pray 8 hours a day. And you know what? For the first time after many years, and the Lord said, where I'm taking you, what I want you to accomplish, is going to, it's going to require that kind of heavy duty, prayer backing and prayer network. And you know what? Uh, in India, we've got a friend now, you know, that's organizing this kind of a thing, and we're uh, looking to start having a lot of intercessors in India. And we'll hook up with a vision that uh, Dr. Hansen has about worldwide intercessors, praise God. We're not just talking about intercessors for the sake of intercessors. We're talking about real stuff. We're talking about wearing the armor of God. We're talking about praying in tongues. We're talking about becoming sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. So you'll pick up on some things and take authority over the devil, praise God, and begin to move in there. So that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise up 2,000 intercessors in every nation. Praise God. They pick up things, praise God, and take authority. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe... What you guys have here, the vision that is here, the operation that is here, I believe in the days to come, you're going to just, you're going to make an impact in the world. Nobody needs to know what your name is. Nobody needs to see your face. You know, and I appreciate what Dr. Hansen told me yesterday. He said, if you don't worry about who gets the credit, God can do a lot with you. Praise God. And I think that's the right thing to, right kind of attitude to take. So this is what the Lord laid upon my heart to share with you, is to offer yourself in praying in tongues, you know, when I traveled with Dave Robertson, I left a seminary in Portland and to, to travel with Dave in Oregon 44 years ago. And he asked me, he said, Augie, are you really serious about going into ministry? I said, Dave, that's why I left seminary, to come and join you. What do you mean am I serious? I got offended. He said, then you're going to have to learn to pray. I said, Dave, I pray, I pray every day. Then the second time he said, are you really serious about going into ministry? I got more offended and angry. I said, of course, Dave, what do you... What are you saying? I do pray. I pray 15 minutes every day. What's the, what's the big deal? You know? And he said, uh, you're going to have to learn to pray. Then the third time he said, Augie, are you really serious about going into ministry? I said, Dave, what are you trying to tell me? He said, Augie, starting tomorrow, a minimum of three hours a day in tongues, and I want you to move it up soon to eight hours a day of praying in tongues. I thought this guy was a lunatic, you know. Nobody prays in their own language, much less the language you don't understand, three hours a day and so on. 
So, but I knew he was uh, serious about it. I tried, man, I tried, you know. I kept looking at the watch, you know. I said, surely it must be two hours in tongues already. But it's only 15 minutes, you know. And my mind is saying, your favorite TV program is on. And my mind is saying, why don't you call sister so-and-so and prophesy to her. And my mind is saying, well, you know, you're really tired, didn't have much sleep, you know. So, besides, nothing much is going on anyway. You're just, just babbling something that you don't understand. Nothing really is being accomplished anyway. So, all kinds of mental challenges. But I began to overcome those kinds of things, you know. And after a few weeks, I was able to get through that. It's just like the flesh is like going up into the uh, into the uh, blue sky. When you you got a bad day, bad thunderstorms, when you look out the plane window, everything is dark and dingy and dis- dismal. But uh, the plane, what you don't know is it's on a up, it's, it's it's in a climb position. Yes, you see whole layers of dark clouds and rain outside. But what you don't know is you're making progress. That baby is just moving up all the time. After some time, it just breaks right out of the clouds into the clear blue sky, praise God. That's where the flesh is. The devil will use the flesh and the mind to talk you out of prayer, talk you out of time in the Word, all those kinds of things. But you can rise up. That's why Jude verse 20 says, uh, uh, you know, in, uh, in contrast to the previous verse of 19, you know, it says some people are uh, so sensual, they're, full, they're ruled by the senses instead of the Spirit. But you, in contrast to the sensual people, he said, but you, beloved, ri- you know, uh, build yourselves up on the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amplified says, make progress, rise up higher and higher, like a huge building, like an edifice, praying in the Holy Ghost. So the more you pray in tongues, you'll be built up and built up and built up above the dominion of the flesh. And the more you do it, you'll be built up and built up above the dominion of the mind. The more you begin to do it, you'll be built up and built up above the dominion of the of the devil and of the, of the circumstances, praise God. And uh, you'll be rising up higher and higher like an, like an edifice, praise God. Hallelujah. So, I'll close by saying this. What's the best time to pray in tongues? As soon as you wake up in the morning, pray in tongues, right up until breakfast time. Right after breakfast, pray in tongues until lunch time. Right after lunch, pray in tongues, right up until supper time. And right after supper, pray in tongues until you fall asleep. And if for some reason you wake up in the middle of the night, pray in tongues some more, that would be your best time to pray in tongues. Paul says, pray without ceasing. It becomes a lifestyle, praise God. Sometimes we say, oh, I need to stop doing this thing and get into prayer. No, you need to just take time off from prayer, get your things done, but get back into a spirit of prayer, praise God. You can be praying in tongues, driving, you can be praying in tongues, vacuuming the floor, uh, washing dishes, doing a whole lot of things, praying. The more you begin to do that, what happens is you become sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. I remember my, and I'll close with this. This is my last closing, I promise. And uh, I remember my mom, when I first went to India in 1981 to start ministering there and uh, uh, in Bangalore. And uh, I noticed that my mom would wake up at 1 o'clock in the morning every night. I said, Mom, what are you doing? She said, our part of the city, the water supply is only from 1 to 2 o'clock in the morning. So I have to get up at 1 o'clock in the morning to make sure I just uh, fill up all the pots and pans with water for the next day for the family. I felt so bad about that. She's waking up at 1 o'clock in the morning. But one day I got up and I noticed something. When she turned on the tap, the first few minutes, the tap water was horrible. It was reddish, it was brown, it was greenish, something like that, you know. But she let it just let it run for about 5, 10 minutes or so. Then it just cleared up and then it was all clear water. Then she filled up all the pots and pans and everything else. And then in our home back in India, you know, we use that water, but we boil it. And not only that, but we put it through a, a purifying filter. But when I'm visiting there, I ask my mom. I said, there's no green stuff, right? There's no brown stuff, right? And uh, she said, no. 
I said, uh, you boil the water, right? She said, oh yeah. As you put it through the, uh, the purifier, right? Uh, the filter. Oh yeah, you did. Well, I didn't want to take any chances, so I take the boiled water, run through a filter, then I just put it in a glass, I lay hands on it, pray over it, and then I drink it. The po point is this. Many of us are so eager to immediately get into prophecy and other things and, and run into interpretation, all that kind of stuff. But a lot of times, our flesh and our mind sends out some coloring, some dirt, some stuff from the flesh and everything else. The best thing is, the more you pray in tongues, just let it go, let it go, let it go. Greater volumes of praying in tongues will help you wash out a lot of stuff over there. And when you do this diligently, your conditioning, the Holy Spirit uses the gift of tongues to condition your spirit to become sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit, voice of the Holy Spirit, warnings of the Holy Spirit, visions, revelation, gifts of the Holy Spirit, praise God. Then we'll be worth something as intercessors when we pray for people, when we minister to people, and, and, uh, and be made Make some wise decisions based on the Word of God, based on the leadership of the Holy Spirit. He'll make you wiser than the snares of the enemy. Praise God. Hallelujah. And He'll show you things to come. Praise God. Good or bad, He'll show you things to come so that you'll be able to make decisions accordingly. This is what the Lord laid upon my heart to share with you. I'm sorry I went a little longer than I expected, but uh, I hope that this will help you so that when you pray in tongues, when you intercede, and when we're praying for God to raise up 2,000 intercessors all over the world, in every country, I join my faith and agreement with you guys because I love that. We need that, you know. And we've been able to see a lot of things happen, but nothing like what's going to happen if we've got 2,000 intercessors in each nation, praise God, whose only job is spend hours seeking the Lord, praying in the Spirit and making ourselves available to stand in the gap for other people. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord laid upon the heart. Shall we just close in prayer, please? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah for my brothers and sisters here. Thank you so much for our dear brother, Dr. Hansen and Sister Adela. Bless them, Lord. Bless them. Lord, they've been a blessing, but just, Lord, bless them back. Give them more grace. Replenish them spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially. And just let them go from glory to glory, strength to strength, Father. Thank you, Lord, for our sister Adela. Thank you, Lord God, that she'll be at the right place at the right time during the time of delivery, that you will give her an extremely normal delivery. You'll give her an extremely healthy delivery. You'll give her an extremely painless delivery. You'll give her an extremely quick delivery. Lord God, that you'll bless this couple, bless this family, bless the kingdom of God as a result of what you're birthing into their lives and to the world. Thank you, Lord. Bless them. Meet all the needs, Father. I pray, Father, that you'll bring the right people to stand with Dr. Hansen's vision, Lord God. Lord God, I pray, Father, the new levels, new layers, new avenues of expansion. I see greater things, but I see the message of the cross. I see a vision of a huge cross, brother. You are proclaiming the message of the cross. That's the most important message the world needs to know. It's a message of God's love for people. It's a message of punishment for sin. It's a message of deliverance. It's a message where all ills of humanity, or that, or those needs will be met in that message of the cross. And the Lord says that He's going to be very generous to you, Dr. Hansen, for proclaiming the message of the cross. He'll be generous with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That's what, that's the message that needs to get out. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And people will understand more and more what it means to be able to say with the Apostle, I'm crucified with Christ. Yet nevertheless I live, yet not I, 
but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. I believe something's happening in all of your hearts. All of you as the members of this team, of this vision, of this operation, the Lord is doing something. I sense something uh, stirring on the heart, in the hearts of all of you. Just I think there's an instruction uh, to move a little higher. Instruction to be a little bit more dis disciplined in prayer. Instruction to look beyond the natural and look to the vision of what can be, what should be. Something's happening. I believe the Lord is moving your hearts to just to a higher place. To look beyond what eyes can see, what ears can hear, what circumstances are saying. Because God has prepared so many great things for those that love Him. But He'll give it to us by revelation of the Holy Spirit. Bless them, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Dr. Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Did you enjoy this message by Dr. Augie David? Again, the title was Certain Aspects of the Holy Spirit Relating to Our Prayer Life. If you did not hear the first part, this was part two you heard today, go to my website, www.worldministries.org. Click on radio and then push listen and listen to the message. Now, we need another great awakening. We need to focus on the baptism of the Holy Spirit so people have the courage to speak the truth. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. Before Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit, he ran, he hid, he lied. After baptism, after tearing like Jesus commanded, then he spoke basically to the same people and 3,000 were saved. We need to get into the NFL stadiums, the NBA stadiums, the arenas, civic centers, outdoor arenas, and focus on, once again, the third person of the Trinity operating through the individual. And then we continue to chase after God. Again, we need a great awakening. Subscribe to Eagles Saving Nations. Become an eagle. Again, click on my website, www.worldministries.org and click on Eagles Saving Nations. Very simple. Be part of this great awakening. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. 
Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.